0: Two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's get to a little music news. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this. Is is the beat. All right, let me just, uh, the big story in music today is the passing of Toby Keith at the age of 62. Uh, we're going to get to a few of his songs in, in a minute, um, just to honor him. Great songwriter, by the way. Um, but first, I just wanted to mention just a couple of things that are just very small stories. Taylor Swift and Celine Dion. There was the internet kind of upset that when Taylor won for album of the year at the Grammy, she didn't acknowledge Celine Dion. She just took the award out of her hands. Mm. Uh, Her PR people must have gotten on it right away because backstage they were seen cuddling, for lack of a better word, hugging, yeah, and talking to one another. So no
1: beef, man. It's no all beef,
0: good. ain't no beef. Everybody, calm down. Even though I thought the same thing, I was like, wow, like this woman gets herself out of bed to come and present this award, and then Taylor Swift doesn't even look at her. She just grabs the Grammy out of her hand. I thought the same thing. She was just she was she caught was in up the in moment. the moment. She was yes.
1: she was she was caught up in the moment.
0: Right, because she normally doesn't have misses like that.
1: I thought she was going to end her, when I was watching her acceptance speech for Album of the Year, I said out loud in the room, let's see if she ends with a Go Chiefs. I thought she was going to. I thought she was going to do... Oh,
0: that would have been interesting.
1: A little Travis Kelsey shout out.
0: I was wrong! You were wrong. I was wrong as well. Um, Also, if you want to read a really nice article about the Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs performance at the Grammy Awards, uh, the New York Times. Well, we could link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. It's basically about um, how the song Fast Car really didn't have to be changed very much and how it has stood the test of time and how... um, when you take someone in country music, who and then someone who's more of like that hippie generation, and the fact that it was so harmonious, it was just a, a beautiful moment, according to the the New York Times, calling it a rare gift to have this harmony and to see the reverence that Luke Combs had for Tracy Chapman, who, by the way, her original song, the original version, yes, of Fast Car,
1: Tracy's version.
0: <laughs> number 1 on iTunes right now. I think it's it, iTunes. That happened
1: that night. It went to number 1 Such like as the song. Grammys was happening and she tweeted out like oh my gosh, is this real? That's it was awesome. Really cool. Our buddy Jeremy Parsons from People magazine, I saw him posting yesterday about this and he was like caught in a in a sort of like the 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 YouTube the internet black hole of just I can't stop looking into this because everything he saw was positive. He said I have scoured I can't find anybody saying anything negative wow, about it. That's this is awesome. like this rare thing that everybody's in agreement on, feels good about, likes it.
0: Yeah, I think there were maybe when the song you know, when you when you have a song that like what, 30, 40 years later you want to introduce to a younger audience, you you usually have to change things stylistically to get their attention. This really didn't require anything, which is why Country was the perfect place for it to be remade and reintroduced because it's such a simple ditty. And the song, you know, is about just wanting to find your dreams. And it's very much written like a country song, I think. But anyway, you're right. Everybody just absolutely loved it. That was one of the highlights of the whole night for me. But anyway, congratulations to uh, Tracy Chapman on you know, getting her song recognized again, just kind of like Kate Bush did.
1: Yeah, you make it it makes you things. wonder if she'll want to put out new music.
0: I hope so. What a cool voice she has. Yeah. Cool style. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Grammy Awards, 34% improvement from last year's viewership.
1: That is a rare feat this day and it age is. in award shows. A very rare feat. And that's a really big uptick. Some of that's got to be the Taylor Swift effect, hotter than she's ever been. Everybody knows she's going to be there.
0: Right. There was also a lot of buzz about uh, collaborations, surprises. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they try to use that angle every year, but for whatever reason, people were watching this year. So people we're watching. Yay! Um, Mike, you heard the news about Toby Keith? I, would I imagine. Did. I'm yeah. so sad. So sad. Really, really sad. I, I believe he's got in his latest album. Is it called 100% Songwriter, I believe? I would like to give that a listen. Um, it but, is, yep. Okay. Um, terrible news. Yeah. He passed away after a battle with stomach uh, cancer. Um, he's known for doing a lot to support the troops. I can't imagine he's not a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I'd have to look into that. But I I can say with 90% certainty that he's got to be. Um yeah, just so many awards, tens of millions of albums sold. Uh, Steve, let's see how many of these songs you might know. Mm, uh, Mike, okay. did you pull anything up?
2: Oh, yeah. Let's start let's with see what uh, you got. my favorite one, the best one of his, in my opinion.
0: Go ahead, uh, really love Some success.
3: success. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: A little tongue-in-cheek there. Mm-hmm. Great, oh, it's good. so many
2: good, uh, and that's what I love about country music, is just the storytelling and just uh, some great adventures you go on and just any, almost every country song, you just go on a nice journey.
0: Yeah, you really do. Great but, songwriter. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And and actually, he had some advice for songwriters not that long ago where he said, you just, you have to write every day. Just do not stop. You've got to keep on writing. And then, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of these songwriters have thousands of songs that just never saw the day, you know. The Light of Day. Yeah. This is a great song.
1: What is this song? This is called How
0: Do You Like Me Now?
1: No kidding. I'm playing this straight. I've never heard any of these.
0: Yeah, it just probably just, you were probably like in that you're in sync. You
1: yeah. Know, it's a different, place. yeah, yeah.
0: Totally different, yeah,
1: This Um. is like I felt at the Kicks and Ronnie concert, (laughs) Brooks and Dunn. I was like, nothing. Nope, not heard of that. Sounds good, though. Sounds good. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, never heard of it. I've never heard any of those songs. You're
0: missing out on a
1: lot. Man, a whole songbook. Well, I think a lot of people who maybe aren't as in the know about him will get more in the know about him as they listen to his music to remember him and uh, feel a little closer to him as Toby Keith passed away at the age of 62 last night after a battle with stomach cancer. Yeah. We will press on. Mike is back. That is the voice of Michael the Mensch. He just got back from Vegas the weekend before the Super Bowl descends. I want to report from him about what the energy was like in Vegas, what the weather was like, how they occupied their time. We'll get into all of it. When we return, it is Donna and Steve on my talk.
0: Hello. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got Mike the Big Zamboni with us oh, as well. On. Hey Mike. How's it going? He's
1: fresh off of a trip to Vegas. He left on Friday. Did you return yesterday? Uh last night. Got in about eleven o'clock. <laughs> That's my guy right oh, there. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like Wait burn a it. second. Use the vacation day mm-hmm. to its fullest. Um that is fantastic. So you were there uh, just you know the week leading up to yeah. Super Bowl week. You've been to Vegas before. Oh yeah. Um, describe how the vibe felt this past weekend compared to other trips. Oh,
2: it was awesome and you definitely felt as soon as we got there we're looking around and there's, you know, a Vikings jersey, there's a Chiefs jersey, there's a Steelers jersey. It doesn't matter, there's just a mix of of just NFL fans down there and people excited about it. The hotels obviously are all buying into it. The walkways are all covered, decked out for the Super Bowl. It was great. Uh we stayed right next to the Bellagio. So we uh, were at the Cosmopolitan overlooking like the Bellagio fountains. Oh, great. And, yeah. From that view, you could see CBS Sports has taken over like the entire stage oh in front God, of, in front of uh, Bellagio. That's where they're going to be doing all of their TV, radio shows. Everything Ooh. will be from there. They've got the uh, Super Bowl logo in the water of the Bellagio fountains behind it, shooting and oh, doing the cool. thing. So, uh, yeah. Tr- uh, right a, also across the way from there, Caesars Palace got big projections up of all the different uh, uh, graphics for the Super Bowl. You've got both the teams, their helmets, they're kind of uh, put this little graphic on there where they're playing football on a big field. So it looked like there's a big football field on the side of the building. It was just really, really fun. So
1: I'm glad to hear that they themed it up that much. Yeah. I wondered if since they are Vegas and they are all already very glitzy and glamorous mm-hmm. and it's a spectacle to behold any time of the year. I'm glad that they're leaning in with all of the signage yes. and logos so that it really feels like Vegas, but different, you yeah. know, and so that it's embracing it. Cause it's easy when it comes to Minneapolis, you're like, yeah, no, duh. The Super Bowl is here. We see mm-hmm. signs everywhere. Happy to hear that Vegas did that. So explain to us, you got there on Friday, yeah. Friday night. Yep. Um, what, what, what occupied your time?
2: Oh yeah, we did. So this was a trip with my, I mean, I'm gone out there with uh, you know my wife before and obviously we'd have more of the shows more of the things this was my dad and my best buddy and they are very much uh, into the gambling mode so it was a gambling trip for sure <laughs> oh, for them sweet. so okay. we were uh, just didn't do a ton of walking around but did a little bit and uh, looked around we did have a cool opportunity we did a boxing match for the first time i've never done that before oh really where did you... you see that well it was at cosmopolitan the hotel we were staying in uh, we were able to get uh, some tickets comp for us which was really nice but it's um It was a UK promoter promoting a big-time show but because it was for the UK audience, it was eleven a.m. until two o'clock in the afternoon, uh, so it was perfect. Uh, so we oh, could that's nice. we could wake up and go watch like this huge. I mean, it was like a fifteen and zero guy with twelve knockouts versus a nineteen and zero guy with seventeen knockouts. It was fun, and uh, but it was built up a big crowd, a lot of UK fans there cheering along, getting into it. So that was a, a first time for me. That was a lot of fun. Did you get to
1: see a knockout?
2: We did the very first match. It was oh, actually pretty awesome. rough, but all the rest of them went the uh, went the distance. Now
1: wait a minute. Let's uh, take one step back here yeah. i don't know if you heard the subtle flex there donna or not but he said you know we were able to get these tickets comp so does that mean one of the people you're rolling with is a whale where the, the casino roller. owners see them coming in and they're like oh welcome back welcome back yeah that would be my father okay. so.
2: <laughs> so it's the right two people to go to vegas with they both like losing a lot of money and i like watching people lose money and uh play along a little bit and enjoy some really nice meals and uh some nice some nice boxing what great. are the
1: games that you're playing there? Are you blackjack? A L- little bit poker? of everything.
2: Yeah, a little, little blackjack, a little bit of poker. The final night, uh, actually, it was it was a struggle from a gambling standpoint early on, but then the last night, it was one of those things where I sit down, sit down at the table, and I'm like, it's probably been a couple hours. I look at my phone, and it's been six hours, and I won enough to uh, pay for the entire trip and everything I lost the first few days. Yeah. So it was a
1: great way to end it. Wow. Yeah. He went on a heater, Donna.
2: I,
0: I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. I know Mike is one of those guys who, if he's in the cash cab, this is, how I, this is how I gauge the type of person everyone is. If you remember the game, cash cab? Of course. Get in a cab. Turns out you answer all these questions. You get three wrong. You're kicked out. But if you get to your destination, you made a bunch of money. You can keep that money. Let's say it's $2,000 and leave with a free cab ride and some money. Or you can risk it all on video double or nothing. I say take the money and run. Mike, what says
2: you? I mean, it depends on what the questions have been like and how we've been doing. But if we're getting them right, yeah, you, you, you
1: double that money up. You go for it. Steve? Yeah, you got to press it up. <laughs> really? We got one opportunity here. Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah, make no, like, it meaningful. Either way, I'm going to leave with a fun experience. Yeah. Probably end up on TV. That was fun. That was unexpected.
2: Speaking of fun experiences, the one restaurant we did hit that was amazing, it's called Super Frico. It is in Cosmopolitan. And they for I've never seen this before, they make mozzarella live at your table. Really? Like, they walk over. This guy walks over with this little with table. With a buffalo. He's got a charcuterie sh- board. <laughs> got a charcuterie board sitting there with all the different meats and everything. And then he's got just these, uh, they're, they're curds, basically. They're like little mozzarella curds. And then he brings out this boiling water, adds it to it, starts stretching it. I'll show you the pictures. Like, he's stretching this, like, holding it up like a sheet. It's just mozzarella. Really? Yeah. And he's stretching it, moving around, doing the whole thing. That was super, super fun. And then he puts it in this ice bath, cuts it up, and then uh, you get to uh, give it a whirl. But I don't know if you can see that picture, but that's the monster Oh my
0: gosh, that's crazy. he's
2: holding up and doing. So. What was
0: the name of the restaurant? Super Freako. Okay.
2: But they had lots of. Because um, I went
0: to a restaurant in that. You said the Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan, yeah.
2: Yeah. Was... But you're sitting there eating, and as you can see in the video there, they've got like performers hopping up on stage doing dances for you and, you know, showgirls and whatnot. It was very, very, very fun.
0: Wow. That's.
1: Freako menu. Cool. Yeah, okay. look at that menu. It's unreal. Very cool. Oh. By the way, it is F-R-I-C-O. I did spell it F-R-E-A-K-O. Sue me. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you place any but- bets for anybody in this building?
2: I did. Yes, I did. At one point, and let me show you what the table looked like when I did that. Uh, I know this is, uh, we went to roulette, and uh, both Bradley and Don wanted me to make a bet. You see all of that money sitting on uh, number 23?
1: Yeah. It didn't hit 23. Was that all of? Was that the the my talk? It best? was
2: some of mine. It was some of Bradley's. Some of Don's. All on that one one dang. spin of the wheel, and uh, it would have been a very nice hit, but it did not happen. Oh, I'm dang. so sorry. But it's okay. Well, but no, it's it an absolute blast.
1: It, oh, hey, real real quick, yeah, did yeah. you see the sphere and what oh, yes. was the sphere looking like? Saw the
2: sphere. We had the opportunity from where we were sitting to, or uh, staying to look out the balcony. It was right there. They did a really good job of the, lots of different advertisements and different things, but they did have uh, the little yellow guy pop up and he was wearing a Chiefs and, and a uh, 49ers helmet. So oh, that's funny. that was cool. They did some good stuff with that. That was unique to see the Dorito. Uh, the Severe was a gigantic Dorito. Okay. okay. Uh, Paramount Mountain is now built, and uh, it is a little less impressive than we were told it was going to be. The um, waterfalls at the Mirage are now Paramount Mountain. Oh. So, you know oh. how they have the Paramount uh, Plus commercials with the yeah, mountain, right. and you go to Paramount Mountain or whatever? That is now a built up mountain that was a little less impressive than the renderings looked. <laughs> but, okay. So, again, they're, they're really leaning into the
1: Super Bowl. Oh, very fun. Yeah, well, right. happy to have you back. Not, uh, and look, he made back. some money, too. I mean, yes, that it. That's good living right there. Mm -hmm. Well, since we've got him back, we will put him to work and have him lead a game for us. The game is called The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We play it every day at 1030, and we need one of you to play it with us. So call now. You know what I'm doing? I'm calling out for a first-timer. Let's get a first-time caller. 651-641-1071. If you're a first-timer, call now. We want to play with you next.
0: pretty sure that's jlo and ps the person behind all of this
1: is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: welcome back thank you for listening it's donna and steve on my talk 1071 Where talk is fun. We got our first time caller on the line, Mike? We do. Ooh, Steve, you ready? Yeah. Let's play. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter.
3: Donna. Donna's a smart one.
2: Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We will find that out right now, but I do want to remind you that uh, today, College of Pop Culture Knowledge brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. You can Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. And uh, today, it's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge taylor's version because taylor's our first time caller to play along with us today wow hi taylor
0: hi hi
2: how are you why
0: have you never called us before (laughs) i've always been too
3: afraid and at work but i am on maternity leave and driving with my newborn back from lake Nicomis, and thought i'd give a call oh this is just so
1: great Uh, little boy little girl
3: a little
1: boy named Charlie. Hey there Aww. Charles in charge. King Charlie, we love this. Well, thank you so much yeah. for listening. Thank you for calling in. Um Donna, let's try to keep our voices just sort of like a oh, white noise the baby's hum. Well, the baby could be sleeping okay. or maybe it's a chance to fall asleep. So no Right. Loud noises. Um, Very, very quiet. With that being said, the topic of today's quiz is?
2: We've got uh, some birthdays to celebrate today. Three very different singers that all had very big impacts on music are all celebrating birthdays. We've got Bob Marley.
1: Love. Got a new movie coming out, by the way. Rick Astley. And Axl Rose. Wow. So are these three people the topic for today? The topic today
2: is going to be... Bob Marley, Rick Astley, and Axel Rose. Uh oh.
1: Taylor, with that information, you now need to decide who you're going to team up with Team Donna or Team Steve.
3: Oh my gosh. I am going to go with Donna. Let's Dang play it. Donna.
0: Yes. Thank Dang you. Right, okay. <laughs> bye, Steve. All right. Bye, guys. All right. I got to get just, a
2: piece of paper. And just to clear something up for somebody who wasn't here yesterday, me, is it uh, 12 12 now? Steve won yesterday? Did I hear that correctly? i don't remember oh okay gotcha well <laughs> I, I believe that's what i was told so we'll go with that right now Twelve, twelve. i think is where we sit are you ready to play sure college of pop culture knowledge we're talking about three uh, uh very different artists but all uh, very successful again bob marley rick astley yeah. and axel rose okay let's get it started taylor you're going on hold we'll see if uh she needs your help here in a second but here we go with this first one okay In 2016, Axl Rose shook audiences all night long, filling in as lead vocalist for this band as doctors ordered Brian Johnson to stop performing due to risk of going deaf. Uh, ACDC. Rick Astley, we all know Never Gonna Give You Up. What was the name of his other number one hit?
0: Uh, uh you know get out of my car no that's not him and into my dreams that's definitely not him Pat?
2: bob marley released this reggae song in 1973 eric clapton's soft rock version was his lone number one hit the next year Who's? Uh, eric clapton had one number one hit and it was a bob marley song
0: oh one love
2: anything you'd like repeated no i did
0: terribly <laughs> oh my gosh how is this even possible Okay, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe it
2: was tough. I don't know. We'll find out. Taylor, you're back with us here. She said ACDC confidently on that first one, and then she didn't say anything confidently again. So I'm going to read the other two questions for you, okay? Okay, great. All right, uh, let's try this one. Rick Astley, we all know, never going to give you up, but what was the name of his other number one hit?
3: Gosh, I don't know. My mom is listening right now, so (laughs) I want to give a shout out to her, Perry. She would know because she knows Rick Astley. I she's gonna be so disappointed in me. I do not know. I'm so bummed out. All
2: right, let me read this last one for you. Bob Marley released this reggae song in 1973. Eric Clapton's soft rock version was his lone number one hit the next year.
3: Okay, I don't. I'm gonna Donna. You didn't answer that, right? i Don't don't worry. Be happy, right? Mm, Don't worry. I'm not allowed to say anything. You you pick it. I'm That's the only thing that's coming to my mind. It's probably wrong, just judging by Don. Is, mm, but let's go with it. And okay. hope Steve doesn't know.
2: Sounds good. We'll go with it. Yeah, it might, this might end up going to a tiebreaker. I don't know. Okay. We'll see.
0: I did give an answer for
3: that. You
2: did like you give say. one love, yeah. is what you said. Yep. We'll go ahead and bring Steve back in here. All right. All right, give me a
0: All second right, Steve. here, I I mean
1: Here I come. Hi, everybody. Listen,
0: you're going to do poorly.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm just
0: going to put it you're, out there.
1: Does that mean I'm going to lose, or did you also do poorly?
0: I also did poorly.
1: How many do you think you got? Just straight up and down. One.
0: I think I got one. Okay.
1: okay. Uh, Steve, just to clear up, because uh, you'll definitely remember, did you win yesterday?
2: Yes. Oh, okay. I was just checking. 12-12 is where we sit then.
1: Did I? I don't,
2: I don't know. know. Oh, okay. Maybe you Listen, I don't, I don't remember know. what I, I always, did 10 minutes ago. I always
1: feel like a winner. <laughs> all right. So I'm sure I, the listeners will chime in here yeah, in a moment. And a I email. can always look it up, too. So.
2: Uh, but here we go. Well, we're going to play, again, College of Pop Culture Knowledge, all about Bob Marley, Rick Astley, and Axl Rose. Are you ready, Steve? No. All right, let's do it anyway. Let's start with this first one. In 2016, Axl Rose shook audiences all night long, filling in as lead vocalist for this band as doctors ordered Brian Johnson to stop performing or risk going deaf. Motley Crue? Rick Astley, we all know, never going to give you up, but what was the name of his other number one hit? Pass. Bob Marley released this reggae song in 1973. Rick, uh, excuse me, Eric Clampton's soft rock version was his lone number one hit the next year. So again, Eric Clapton. Three Little
1: Birds? Anything you... Oh. Anything uh, you go like? with the second one.
2: Rick Astley, we all know never going to give you... Go to the first you, one, oh, not Motley uh, Crue. Uh, Axl Rose shook audiences all night long as lead vocalist for this band as doctors ordered Brian Johnson to stop performing due to risk of going deaf. Snakes.
0: Okay. Hmm, this was not tough. my Not my favorite. Not my best
2: work. Okay, we'll start with the first one. Uh actually, no, let's go to the second one first. Rick Astley, we all know never gonna give you up, but what was his other number one song? You guys don't
1: remember that other Red song? Something? Red? Nope. Can we get another one?
2: Let me uh
1: <laughs> he had a bunch of top n- ten. N- not hits. that he's not talented. I really like his voice, but it's all we ever hear. It feels like a one-hit wonder.
0: Gosh, I wish this was all Toby Keith songs.
2: This sounds a lot like oh,
1: uh, never yes. give you up but this is
2: the song Together Forever from yeah, Rick Astley. Great song.
0: Yeah.
1: This is a good one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. That All right, was that's his a good other one. number 1 hit. So Together yep. Forever was the number or the answer for the second one. Uh Eric Clapton. Think of his number 1 hit. He only had one. Number was one it hit. the
0: on the, the song he wrote about his son?
2: Well, Bob Marley wrote this one, because Bob Marley released this reggae song in 1973. Eric Clapton's soft rock version was his lone number one hit the next year. Oh,
0: Wonderful Tonight.
2: I Shot the Sheriff.
0: I didn't shoot the
2: deputy. I Shot the Sheriff, the lone number one hit. That, of course, was a Bob Marley and the Whalers song.
1: Dude. You're right about that. Ah.
2: 1973, that was the reggae hit. Went to number one for Eric Clapton the next year.
1: Okay. So far, I'm disappointed.
2: Uh, you're going to be even more disappointed when we get to the first one because the band that sings shook you all night long and also uh, had the lead singer Brian Johnson step aside is, of course, ACDC. And Donna knew that one. Taylor's our winner today.
0: Yeah! Woo!
2: Way
1: to go, <laughs> yes! Taylor.
0: Amazing. Thanks, Oh my gosh! Thank you. To- oh, I forgot. Charlie's yeah, sleeping.
1: Yeah, we got to whisper. No, that. that's okay. He has <laughs> a
0: toddler brother, so he
3: sleeps through anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Oh,
1: okay. How old is Charlie, by the way?
3: He is eight weeks.
1: Oh my gosh! Aww. Just a little. A Congratulations. little. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Do you want so me to sweet. be the godparent? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, don't I, don't- I don't know if my husband would like that. I would.
1: <laughs> what does your Steve. husband not listen to Donna and Steve? Sorry. Donna sh- it. Sh- you could be a weird. godmother. All right, fine. Never mind. All, All right. right, Taylor. We Thank love you. Thank you,
0: Taylor.
2: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Hold Bye. On the line. All right, Mike, hit us.
2: Uh, Tiebreak, if it would have come down to it, uh, just simply name this song.
0: Hmm. Okay, give it a second.
1: Steve. Steve? Oh, uh, November rain. That's it. It would have oh, meant that's that. that that's it.
2: Explored the uh, vocal range of one Axl Rose with November rain. Oh, from
0: man.
1: So, sorry, like I didn't know that it was quite
2: that tough, but.
0: That was really
1: tough. I really hope I won yesterday. I think I've, I've you did. I got
2: confirmed you did. Okay. What, so. what, oh, what did we do? Yesterday was I don't Weatherman.
1: Remember weatherman oh yeah phil connors yeah from groundhog day yeah 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 yeah. yeah, that
0: was hard too was it no it was
1: not it was steve i wrote that one on friday when i already had one foot out the door so yeah i'm glad you liked it all All right that's fine
0: that's fine (laughs) all right bye do you have a tip
1: um i have a tip from yours that we didn't get to yesterday okay but i'll read it in my voice
0: all right do you want the uh intro
1: why do you Time always?
0: Why does my light? He's turning into a rainbow.
1: Oh, your ring light?
0: Yeah. It's like I'm in there the club.
1: What you just said it to, jaundice? <laughs> you look like you're under one of those lamps that they I put do? babies whenever they have jaundice to help get their oh, pigment know. all figured out, and their. Is that better? That looks better. All right.
0: Yeah. Anyway, okay. The tip is
1: the best snacks to eat after midnight. We found out that there are a bunch of you creeps who listen, who are these weirdos who wake up in the middle of the night and you go and eat. Instead of just tossing and turning like the rest of us and trying to fall back asleep, you go have a hoagie or something. You, It's just so weird. Any, we found yeah. out that Grant, from the Lori and Julia show, formerly of the Don and Steve experience, right. he keeps a bag of like Fritos, Frito-Lays, or some sort of potatoes. Under chips. his bed! And he, throughout the night, when he wakes, tosses, and turns... My guy reaches his hand into the potato chip bag and starts crunching on a couple and then drifts back, back to, to sleep. sleep.
0: Yeah, I, that's, that is very strange to me. I've never been able to get up and eat in the middle of the night.
1: Ever. If you are one of those people and you're thinking, well, what's the best food to eat? Here are a few tips for you. Sliced turkey breast, you know, at one One in the morning. Honey, I'm going to go slice some turkey breast. Well,
0: it's also got that tryptophan in it, right? That makes you sleepy.
1: Speak it out loud. Yeah. It is the protein uh, that should hold off your hunger until morning. And then the tryptophan helps as a sleep aid. Right. Cheese and crackers.
0: Protein again.
1: Is a good one to have after midnight. Any combo of protein and fiber is a good Mm -hmm. thing. Vegetables and hummus.
0: That's a good one. Protein a, again in there.
1: Especially great snack if you forgot your vegetables during the day, Donna. Or no, you don't like fruit. You do like vegetables. Correct. And hummus makes everything taste better, right? Dip something in hummus and yeah. that item Fantastic. just got upgraded. How about a banana in some form of nut butter? Nobody likes bananas. That's not true. Potassium helps you to relax. Ooh, <laughs> Donna, have some bananas. Okay. And complex <laughs> carbs help control blood sugar spikes, which is maybe something you should look into since you have come out as pre-diabetic. How dare you? You started our show in January like that. How are you doing with your pre-diabetes? Uh,
0: you know, not the best. Thanks for asking.
1: How do you know if you're not doing well? Does does because a brimly mustache start to grow?
0: <laughs> no, because I had candy yesterday, candy the oh, day before. Sure. It's a sitch.
1: And I'm really happy that this food made the list as one of the best things to eat if you are going to be eating after midnight, because it tastes best after 10 p.m. Pizza. Cereal and milk. Okay. As long as it's whole grain, low sugar cereal. Okay. This is not the time to get Captain Crunch Oops All Berries. Right. But, this uh, is uh, uh,
0: like Fiber One or I Raisin think. Bran. Look at the time. We got to go.
1: Raisin Bran is loaded with sugar, Donna. It is? Yes.
0: All right. Well, I don't eat it, so... Thank you for the tip.
1: Why are you suddenly in a hurry?
0: Because it's uh, 1042 and we're late.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, when we come back, this just in. Landlines are being phased out.
1: Like the phone companies are getting involved. Correct. This is not your pushy Gen Z grandkid telling you that they're, right. they're lame.
0: And I have a funny coincidence with this story coming up today. Something happened yesterday. I'll tell you about it when we come right back on My Talk one oh seven one. Oh, hey guys, Donna here for my friends at Energy Savers Fireplaces. They are local. They're a family-owned business. They've been around since 1976, you guys. And I will tell you, they do it all when it comes to fireplaces. Fire pits, maybe you're just looking for an insert. Maybe you're looking to swap out a wood-burning fireplace for a gas insert. Listen, definitely go to Energy uh, Savers Fireplaces. They're located in Oakdale, and they can help you scope out an area in your home to put a fireplace. They can help you design it. And if you're replacing, they can actually help you consider your options. Like I said, wood, gas, pellet, electric, inserts. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. Indoors, outdoors, uh, fire pits. Energy Savers Fireplaces is your one-stop shop. And you know it's a great business when their only reviews are five-star reviews. Go to energiesaversfireplaces.com or stop by their showroom. They're just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. And make sure you say Donna sent you. Alright guys, we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Got a call yesterday from my sister and she said, hey cousin Mary's trying to get a hold of you. Mary? And I said, and I, said I don't have any calls from Mary. And she's like, she said she called the home phone. And I said, I don't have a home phone. And my sister said, when did you get rid of the home phone? I said, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And she's like, okay, well, I'll let Joanne know. And I said, why are you letting Joanne know when it's Mary who's trying to get a hold of me? And she said, Mary, Mary doesn't text. And I said, oh, okay, so you're going to text Joanne. Joanne's going to tell Mary. And then Mary will now have my cell phone number. And she said, yes. So then today I get to work and I see this story about how uh, landlines are going the way of the dodo bird.
1: In case we couldn't make this segment seem any older than the Joanne Mary, she doesn't text God, no, I was listening
0: to your throat.
1: Hey, Donna. I bit Shit. into it. Oops, that was the wrong one. <laughs> oh, that was a dolphin. <laughs> did you guys hear it this time?
0: Yes. Really? I did, Mike.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, I was eating an apple during the break. What am I, trying to keep the doctor away? And uh, I guess so.
0: But anyway. Anyway. Let's we'll, uh, we'll get
1: back to this story. Sorry. All
0: right, so landlines are being phased out because it's time AT&T says they're not. (laughs) No, here's the deal. So landlines are being phased out probably for good. Phone companies want to shift to newer infrastructure within the next few years. So that means older copper Copper. wire-based lines are going to be phased out in favor of more advanced technology like fiber optics that doesn't work with the landlines.
1: Yeah, AT&T even applied for a waiver. Like they're, they're making it official. That waiver would allow them to stop servicing traditional landlines in California. I do have a question about this here in a second, though, to, to play kind of devil's advocate here. But there was a time that landlines were a lot cheaper and much more reliable compared to cell phones, but it's about to reverse all of that. Now, a spokesperson for AT&T says we're not canceling landline service in California or anywhere else. Yet, but it's getting more expensive and less reliable. My question is this. uh, What about businesses?
0: That's what I was wondering. I don't know. uh, I don't know the answer to that. Dang. But, okay, here's what it says. According to one expert, about 100 million landlines between businesses and residential are currently active in the States. But only about 5% of them are expected to remain by 2030. So, I mean, we have landlines. Do you ever use the landline other than to call Brian in the cafeteria to see what the soup is?
1: (laughs) Yeah, not, I mean, no. Yeah, we we don't do that. We have landlines in our prep room. We never call anyone from that.
0: I don't even know what our number is.
1: Oh, no. You know, I, I spent all my time at um at Twin Cities Live. I don't think I ever had an outgoing message. And I don't think I ever checked a message more than about three times. And my light was red for a while.
0: Really? For years. So what you're saying is you didn't care.
1: That's it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just wanted to be clear.
1: Yes, yes.
0: All right. Mike, do you have a landline? No. Have you ever had a landline?
1: Um, Not since I
2: was. I'm trying to remember. No, not in college. Not No. Ever since I left my home. Like my home, home. Like my mom. No, not since then. All right.
1: I do miss the rotary phone because once you figure that out, you feel like such a bad a. Wait. Yeah.
0: What do you mean? Once you figure it out,
1: it's tough, Donna.
0: (laughs) You stick your finger in the hole with the right number.
1: Okay, (laughs) Donna.
0: I'm sorry. This is you're making it sound like it's like Sudoku. You know, it's like
1: Sudoku's easier. Yeah. Listen, Mike and I learned as children, when you were using a phone back a similar age, I don't know, you guys are probably doing the hollowed out soup can and wire or whatever. That's right. We had shells. You had to learn that. Like you were probably a teenager when you learned how to use a rotary phone. As a little child, when you just learned, that's the first time that you learn to use a phone. And you're like, do I have to wind it the whole way? Or does, you know, does it register as the correct number unless if I don't go the whole way, if I stop short, am I dialing somebody else?
0: You got to go the whole way.
1: I know, but if you're six and you're just that learning this, it's a lot. Have you
2: ever watched those videos where like teenagers now will be handed a rotary phone and they're like, go ahead, try to make a call on this. And they'll like... Okay, you you, you lift it up. Oh my! And God. then you go nine and down, and then you hang it up, and then you do it again, and that registers one. And then you do the next one. Like they're trying to figure it out. They have absolutely no oh, idea that's how it awesome. works. They have no clue
1: how. It Try
0: works. winning a radio contest back in the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! No kidding.
0: <laughs> when you're trying to call like a different area code, and you're like, "Damn it!"
1: Did you guys just do caller one back then? Because you knew no, it was such did, a like, difficult thing. One
0: hundred.
1: Oh my!
0: Caller one hundred wins a pair of tickets to see Black Sabbath.
1: One six five one six four nine, one.
0: You know, two. One, two yeah, there's just there's no hope whatsoever.
1: By the time you finally dial the number, Black Sabbath is doing its curtain call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you won. Yeah, wow. that's really uh, that's well, that's really funny that you guys think that's a difficult thing to do.
1: Donna, we don't currently think it's difficult, but as we learned as children, it was. We remember it being a memory as a child of it being difficult.
0: All right, sorry, I blew up.
1: Did you have a phone before the rotary phone,
0: or did you so. grow up
1: on the rotary phone?
0: Rotary phone. And I still think that a landline sounds way better than a cell phone.
1: I disagree. Cell with... phones
0: suck. You can't. It sound It always sounds. You always drop out. You don't drop out when you're on a landline. (laughs) Oh gosh! Right? Am I right?
1: You are. You are right. Yes.
0: There's no like static, or I'm sorry. Like if you're doing an interview on the radio station, there, like when people start cracking up, you know, I don't mean cracking up, and the line starts getting all staticky. You're like, oh great, we lost them. That never happens on a landline.
1: So what are you pushing for?
0: I don't know. More landlines. I'm just saying it still sounds better. I understand the need to move on.
1: I do find that FaceTime sounds a lot better than a phone call. What's up with that? Does it? Yes.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yes, you know that. No.
0: uh, Why would it?
1: I don't know why it does, but it does. Maybe Phones always sound phony voice. They'd be, they'd be they'd be internet based. Like
2: if you're doing a FaceTime, you're going through Wi-Fi. or you using internet? Whereas the phone, you're having to do the, the towers and the phone lines. And sometimes oh. you'll bounce from towers, and it'll sound a little scratchy or okay. sound a little brutal. Okay, yeah, that's a good explanation. I think that it makes. I think that's why.
1: All Hi. told, it's a, gonna be a tough a stretch for Joanne and the Mary, <laughs> and we remember them and now the Gigarelli sisters. All right. All right.
0: We're going to go. Mike's going to have a dirt alert when we come back. And then, I don't know, it's 11 (gasps) o'clock. Did you see the Cobra Kai teaser? It's out. I did. And wait till you hear who might sit down with Oprah. That's all next.